Welcome to The Savvy Founder, the one place for entrepreneurs and business owners, away from the everyday bustle, where we help you find your path to a profitable and bright future. Now here's your host, The Savvy Founder and armchair sociologist himself, Philip Topham. Hello, and welcome to The Savvy Founder. I'm Philip Topham, the savvy founder and armchair sociologist. I'm so glad that you tuned in this week. I am doing a little bit different. So far, I've been interviewing people. And I want to do a recap of the launch week and some of the guests that we've had. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about, you've already heard in some of the previews, uh, how the savvy founder came about and, and a little bit about the savvy founder framework. And then we'll go through each of the guests and pick out the key learnings that they provided in the podcasts. And so if there's a particular area that you're interested in, you can go back and listen to them. Uh, but as you might have noticed, um, I covered a wide breadth of people in the way I launched uh, everything from somebody in an accelerator to an angel to uh, a longtime entrepreneur to a new entrepreneur and really tried to cover the gamut to help people understand that, you know, entrepreneurship is a is a passion uh, and it is something that uh, some people, you know, we struggle with and, and we have success and we have failures. And so that's a lot of how uh, the Savvy Founder came about. You can listen to my premiere episode and where I really talk about it, but I'll cover uh, the Savvy Founder Framework, and it, it came about because I got tired of listening to investors say to uh, new entrepreneurs, come back when uh, you have an MVP. And in code, as, as we heard from uh, David Friedman, for angels and investors, that's code for, no, I'm not interested right now. And really what they're saying is, no, I'm, I, I don't have a, a faith in your idea. You know, come back when you've made it more uh, palatable for me, a better uh, investment choice. And so uh, that got me frustrated because I saw all these phenomenal, great ideas. And yet the advice that was being provided by uh, investors in general or through the Silicon Valley, the Google YouTube videos, and uh, any of those services, the Lean Canvas and things. I was really disappointed that we weren't able, as a community, to drive more businesses. And, and everybody talks about Silicon Valley as being the uh, new Hollywood of broken dreams. I, I call it new Hollywood of broken dreams. Where people still think the dot-com era where you had a conversation um, you know, at a coffee shop and walked away with a $5 million check, you know, that's that's a myth. Um, frankly, you have to be the right schools, the right age, the right connections. Uh, that's how that worked. And it's a lot of hard work if you're not into that bucket or you have some other things. And so I really wanted to play counterpoint to those conversations that are out there. So I came up with the the savvy founder framework, and let us go through it. That you know that it's TSF, the savvy founder, and the T stands for the tools and tactics. 
And that's what Silicon Valley is really good at doing, the YouTube videos and talking about the lean business canvas and how you do specifically customer discovery and how you find the pain and turn the pain into a, a, a root problem and then find that solution and the agile methodology for programming and iterating things through things. There's a lot of tools and tactics out there that are available for you to really accelerate your business from a mechanics. How do you do this? What are the things you need to do to move the business forward? All great stuff. I mean, imagine if we were still using the old school business plan where you were supposed to figure out the market size and who your competition was. And you had this 30, 40, 50 page document that the bankers all wanted. That was ridiculous. And, and so happy that the lean canvas got created. I am a firm believer in the lean canvas, but I'm also a firm believer that there's two things that are completely missing from the lean business canvas and, and those conversations and that's what gets us into the, the second thing, the skills and social connections, the, the strategy, if you will, about how you do things. And so you might have a, a business plan, but it's your ability to have skills to execute on that business plan. And also... Most important is the ability to create relationships and win over customers, win over employees. Those are all completely human activities. We're social creatures. You might hear me talk about being an armchair sociologist. And we humans cooperate for mutual survival. It just means that we need people. We like people. We like to work with other people. We want to be around other people. We want to be around friends. We want to be around family. We want to make new friends. We want to collaborate. We want to see good things happen. We want to be part of something. We want to have a tribe. Uh, we don't want to be outside. And that's what's so important about a startup when you want your tribe, your group to help you build that business. And it takes Lots and lots of social connections to make that happen. Um, and then the last part about the framework is the is the focus and follow through. And what you um, that is your purpose, you know, why are you building the startup? It doesn't matter what you put down on a piece of paper for your business plan if you're not absolutely clear about why you're you're risking everything on your dream to build a business, you probably shouldn't start. And you'll hear some of that from uh, recaps of, of several people that had said things along that line around purpose and, and strategy and focus uh, as you're going forward. Very critically important uh, for, for those that might have, uh, I'll try to post this as a video as well. Uh, but you heard the tools. That's the, the how things are done. The skills, social connections, strategy. That's the what is being done. And the focus and follow through is the why you're being done. And if anybody has listened to Simon Sinek, he talks about that exactly, the, that big problem. He taught us that so much of the conversation is around how, what, and why. 
And really, we should be looking at the conversation from the why are we doing something, what are we doing, and how are we doing it? Why are we starting this business? What are the skills, strategy, and social connections I need to make it happen? And then how, what are the actual tools and tactics that I'm going to use to build that business? So that's a little bit about the Savvy Founder Framework. And certainly, if you want to find out more, uh, a lot of people, when they're starting businesses, they're immediately drawn to, I need to raise money. So I've created the, the 10 most fixable mistakes for your pitch deck. You can go to the SavvyFounder.com and uh, get that free download. And it talks about those things. And if you want, you can have a conversation with me about how how your business is and uh, free to do, happy to do that. So let's step into the recap of who we've seen in the last uh, eight, uh, eight, seven shows now. Uh, at the time of this recording, I've still got some others in the hopper. So the, the first show was me being interviewed by Paul Roberts, uh, the OC Talk Radio. And what I really want to talk about here is he was completely instrumental in helping me focus on the podcast. He is a small businessman that runs podcasts and helps, uh, has a studio type approach to the radio, uh, using podcasts as a radio where you rent time, that sort of thing. And we traded services as I was helping him with his business and he was helping me develop the podcast tremendously valuable uh, to really understand my purpose was to challenge the Silicon Valley. But the reason I'm challenging it is to really see more businesses be successful. I'm tired of too many no's uh, of being out there and us not helping other entrepreneurs really get the connections that they need. Uh, again, it's too easy to just point to a tool or tactic and say, oh, go go watch this video. And really, it's the relationships and the connections that really start to help put the paint the picture. And that's a, a big portion of it. And so that's how I wanted the, the show to be created. You may notice that, for example, even the way I do the intro to the show, there's both a male and female voice. I must say, I listened to hundreds of voices and, and most of them were male or female. And it wasn't until both the male and the female were that's like, that's it. That's inclusive. I want that. And in fact, as I, list, as I look at the rest of the show and the, the, the guests, I need and, and would like more diversity and more opinions on what's out there. What are people experiencing? Uh, we've got some different ethnicities here, but I would like more women to, to be able to. So if you know people that want to be interviewed, that are on that journey, starting that journey, a middle of it, late in the journey, whatever it is, um, get uh, let's have a conversation. Love to have you on the show. The, the first person after that intro of why I was doing the show with, with Paul Roberts was uh, Michael Sawitz, good friend of mine. He ran an accelerator for a number of years. He was a businessman. He had built a business, a franchise business, had exited out of that business and 
wanted to give back, he saw the same thing that businesses, uh, startups were having a tough time. Uh, he just had a big exit. He had an empty building. He could offer that building for free, basically come in, use the building, and I will help teach you all I know about business. And good accelerators, which Michael ran a phenomenal accelerator, very giving man, uh, he really talked through the entire Savvy Founder framework. So he really helped people you know, focus on uh, get the tools and tactics, think about what their business was, help them understand why they were doing it with the focus, but provided them the skills and the encouragement to go out and talk and connect with people. Uh, tremendous. And so when if you're ever evaluating an accelerator, that is one of the key things you should be asking for. How do they help you with your focus and follow through your purpose? How do they help you get connections and strategy and develop your soft skills to really build the business? And then to a lesser extent, the tools and tactics, because you can get that anywhere. You can just do Google searches and find people talking about that. But there's those other two things that are really important. Uh, having said that, I wouldn't... Um, I would be careful of those organizations that promise lots of connections. Um, I would validate that they do have connections and there's this, this, and they're not following um, overcharging for those connections. So that's just something to keep in mind. Uh, so those are accelerators and they, they usually good ones cover the entirety of the framework. Within uh Talk to what I call uh, Karan Bavandi, put him in the category of a lifelong entrepreneur. He has been consistently following his dream for his entire uh, career. And that came out in his interview in Spades that, um, you know, your focus and follow through, your purpose of why you're doing this and what problem you're trying to solve and what keeps you awake at night and what keeps you interested and motivated is incredibly important. Uh, that that came across in spades. The, the second thing that came out of that was you can learn a lot of skills. He talked about how, you know, he had some passion for for sales and took a job and draw against commission. Uh, but he learned to persevere through that and learned how to develop those skills and reach out and connect with people. And it served him quite well. And so if you don't have, um, you know, you do need those skills to move forward and really uh, do well. The next uh, person we had after Karan uh, was Ash Kumra. And as you listen to Ash, a uh, remarkable young man, uh, I can say that. Uh, he's, if you listen on the interview, you'll hear that uh, he's at the age 40. And that's why I call him the reimagined entrepreneur. He realizes that early in his career, he was not focused on the purpose. Uh, he was chasing the problem and chasing the, the money, if you will, and really highlighted that do what you love. 
do what you love because that's going to carry you through so you can really build that business. If you're raising money, you'll get lots of no's. Uh, the odds are against you. You know, 10 companies out of, out of 1,000 get an opportunity to really get big seed money in the, in the high-tech stage. Uh, it's much easier to build traction with customers, build that. And once you have that traction, uh, I've always said revenues are, uh, you know, are, are like honey uh, to investors. If you have revenues, they want what you have and they want to invest. So work on building the business. The next person I interviewed was David Friedman. He is the president for the Tech Coast Angels, an angel investor, uh, came out of, had a very successful corporate career, uh, business advice, uh, marketing, technical marketing, uh, and turned angel. And when you listen to the interview, he really talks about the psyche of the investor. And this is where the investor is not is is completely listening to the your purpose your focus and follow through they want to know that they 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 want to like the idea but they have to be madly in love with a founder and what that really means is they they truly truly think the founder will persevere has the follow through and passion to get up every morning to pursue this problem and solve it so that money uh, value is created and the business will be successful. That's the number one thing they're looking for, that focus and follow through. The skills were really important and that is they have to also believe that the founder and the executive team have the skills, particularly the relationships and social connections to to gather customers, gather employees, advisors. They have those capabilities. Those are all soft skills that they have those capabilities to execute on the passion. So passion without the ability to execute is sort of a Don Quixote, uh, which is the reference to Don Quixote uh, legend of, of tilting at windmills, uh, believing them to be dragons. And so if you have a passion, but don't have the ability to do the skills or unaware of your lack, that is also just as big as a problem. So really insightful from, from David Friedman. And the other thing I'd like to say is for the tools and tactics, that's basically the price of admission. They believe that you have that covered. They know that you have the business model. They know you have a financial model. They know you have a go-to-market strategy. They know that you've managed your risks for the business and had uh, addressing those risks. Uh, you filed for patents, your IP. You've got your advisors built up. That's just the price of admission to the investor world. So, yeah, you might not have heard that specifically stated with that, and that's why I'm recasting it so that you can really understand and translate what they're saying. Wonderful. I uh, appreciated everything uh, David had to say. Everybody that's been uh, on the show has been very gracious with their time. Uh, the next man that I interviewed, Tom Mays, uh, I put him in the category of new entrepreneur, uh, 24 
and you'll hear in his interview, number one thing um, for him was learning that you could learn, that skills, soft skills are learnable and that you can read tons of books, listen to people um, that have been there, done that, if you will. And if you can listen to their insights, you can read 10, 150, you know, 10, 50, 100 books and get lots of perspectives on problems and develop the skills yourself and get that self-awareness of what's going to drive your success. And Tom did that uh, and is now focused on building a hedge fund for his 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 uh, mission. Um, and he's got that focus and follow through to, to do that. And it gets him up every day to work and move in that direction. So very uh, pleasant conversation with Tom, very insightful. So if you're a new entrepreneur and want a perspective of somebody that's not, you know, like myself in, in the mid fifties, you want somebody from a 24 year old. I highly recommend uh, listening to that episode. Uh, the next person that I interviewed, episode seven, was Norman Falkenberg, and he's an intrapreneur, uh, meaning he already had built his own business. He'd already been an entrepreneur. He built a business, a very successful uh, con boutique consulting business to the financial markets in Europe, and realized that there was a problem that needed uh, a lot of technology to be be created. And in that process, he's um, invested a lot of his own money to build out some technology, do the proof of concepts, and now ready to try to scale that product and having some very successful conversations. But as you heard him talk about his, um, his journey, you're, it realized that you know what's kept him fo there is that focus and follow through to to not fall prey to what the corporate corporations were saying. He started in his early career in listening to the way corporations dealt with solving problems, and that just didn't make sense to Norman. So that's why he get, went onto this this path of really trying to understand how things worked and how to make it better for the customer and hence why he ended up in consulting. But he didn't stop just at consulting. He realizes there's still even more that the banks could do to improve their uh, data quality and also, you know, stop problems from happening. And so that's where he's built the technology um, with the graph databases and machine learning capabilities. The other thing that he talked about is uh, he uses the phrase that he was a shy guy, uh, a technical shy guy when he was starting out and learned that, hey, he had something to say. And even the biggest uh, vice presidents, CEOs of large corporations would want to listen to what Norman had to say. And by just by learning that he could communicate and talk, he's developed a very uh, fantastic skill at doing that. Uh, he's 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 from Germany, so he does have an, a German accent, but he's not afraid. He's absolutely, uh, you know, 
very genuine in sharing his information. He's, you know, coming to, you know, launching to the United States and expanding there. So tremendous, uh, a different way of looking at entrepreneurship. And so if you're late in your career, you're already working in something else and you're really wanting to figure out, you know, what's the steps forward. Norman's a great interview to listen to for that. All right. Uh, to, to sort of wrap this up, I've, I've recast all the interviews in a, in a sort of a simple way. We've looked at the, uh, the, the business owner, the accelerator, uh, the lifelong entrepreneur, uh, the reimagined entrepreneur, angel investing, uh, the new entrepreneur, the intrapreneur, and all of that is I wanted to cast through that the, the savvy founder framework, and if what's most important <clears throat> is the, the the way to think about it is it's fast, you know, it's much faster, um, and it's basically TSF backwards. That if you really want to accelerate your business, the, the one key thing I'd like to say is if you're going to really go down the path of entrepreneurship, if you can develop your purpose, your focus and follow through, really know what that purpose is, focus on it and get up every morning to follow through, then that starts to give you the chance to really be successful at making an impact and, and developing things. And by having that focus, you can accelerate your direction. And that's where I add the A to the Savvy Founder Framework is by, acceler by being focused, you can accelerate your choices. You know where you're going. You also know where you're not going. So having that purpose really allows you to accelerate forward and, and cover what, what's your greatest gift to give to the world. If you understand that, uh, then you really are ahead of the game. Um, every one of the people I interviewed had said that uh, that focus and, and was uh, purpose in the entrepreneurship world is, is incredibly important. And it's important because you're going to look at what you're doing and you're going to meetings, you're trying to pitch your company, you're trying, you're working long hours and you look at your friend that went to school with you and they are you know, maybe getting to their corporate career, they're steady, they're getting steady money. You know, it, it's, you're, you're suddenly going to start comparing your life to their life. And as soon as you start doing that, I'll, I'll suggest that uh, when you compare paths, that's a, that's a problem. And that's, if you've noticed in my Savvy Founder uh, artwork, there's a picture of a path. And that's where that comes from. If you're focused, the path is really straightforward. You just know where to go. Now, you might have to go past over mountains or molehills or, you know, uh, and and each one of those is is different for different kinds of people. I, I say mo mountains or molehills on a path on your focus. You know, if it's a molehill and you trip over it, man, that wasn't so good. If it was a molehill and you stepped over it, cool. If it was a mountain, you might be a love, you might be a mountain climber and love to climb mountains. 
Otherwise, somebody climbing a mountain, it might be hard work. If you have the focus to climb the mountain, hey, you'll do it. But if you're not, it's hard work. So really, that focus follow-through can accelerate your business. Once you have that acceleration, develop those soft skills. Those are tremendously important. The ability to communicate with people, the ability to have empathy, the ability to develop relationships speak their language, listen to what they're listening to, what your customers say, listening to your employees. Uh, you as a you know startup founder are the executive. You're the executive team. Everybody in your company will be looking to you. And that skills that you emulate is so critical to corporate culture as go forward. And in the future episodes, we'll talk about a lot of those other soft skills. I think it's a, a under- discussed topic out there. And then lastly, bringing in the, the T, we've talked about the tools and tactics, lots of places to get those skills. So to accelerate your business, use the Savvy Founder Framework, get it done fast. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this recap of the shows and pick out ones that you like. Uh, really, it's my own journey in doing this has been incredibly rewarding, even just to this point, to have the honor of interviewing these remarkable individuals and hearing their stories and having an opportunity to share them with you. Uh, I do hope that you, uh, if you have questions, you can certainly reach me. You can reach me at uh, philip, with one L, at thesavvyfounder.com. Or certainly you can go to my website, uh, thesavvyfounder.com. And additionally, my LinkedIn is, is my name, Philip Topham, uh, with Philip with one L. And then uh, in the show notes, you'll see the Topham. It's all always there. Thank you. I look forward to hearing all of your questions and helping you grow your business. I'm Philip Topham, the Savvy Founder and Archer Sociologist. Wishing you a bright and profitable future in both your personal and business lives. Thank you. See you next week. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to subscribe and check out our website for tips, thesavvyfounder.com. You can also follow Philip on Clubhouse at The Savvy Founder. Wishing you a profitable and bright future. Safe journeys. See you next week.